Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to another fantastic episode of Last Minute Kickout. I, as always, am your reigning, defending, heavyweight, super heavyweight, LMKO champion, Pete Titus Green Nevercoat, joined to my left and right, or up and down, I don't know where Kevin places us in the editing, uh, is one Mr. John Turbo Finley. Yeah, the, you know, just a, a regular he heavyweight. Or maybe a cruiserweight. I don't know where I'm at nowadays. Yeah, cruiserweight. Yeah, I'm a cruiserweight. Are you under 205 pounds? Yes, I am. Then you are a cruiserweight. And joined by Mr. Kevin. The Kevin Eva Eva. Thank you, Crash Holly. I'm not Crash. Crash Crash had way less hair than this. <laughs> but you are a super heavyweight. That's true. Or just an E-Roy. But you two do generally feel like I am fighting Patterson and Briscoe, and this does feel like the the hardcore title at times. So, <laughs> remind me how many segue. times we've been champion Turbo. I think it was two, right? Yeah, I've actually I've miscounted. It's actually it's actually three, but I like to use two as an example. Actually, not three. What? He's just giving. Look, he's definitely fucking Briscoe, giving himself title reigns. No, he, no. In fairness, in fairness, because he had the, he had the title, and then he had the title off of you when you were away on you have lost your smile, and then he came. Then I won it off then Turbo, and then it. he won it back off me. So he is exactly. a free. He is, a, were, he is a free two, time, free time, free time. You two were hot shot in it, like the hard. Yeah, but we're, but we're a full time, full time, full time. Um, ah. so, <laughs> remind me, remind me who's had the longest title reign. Um, oh yeah, right. Uh, that was me. Oh, he's our truth. Me. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, we're re retreading <laughs> ground again here. Of course. Mr. See Mr. previous episode for this previous conversation. Yeah, go on, Mister Light, Mister. I want to go around this circle uh, a bunch of times. We start at point on this, A, on... and then we retread everything to get back to point A, to begin point B, to make it all the way around to, you know, point C again, you know, and then we just, uh, we, we're just riding the bike. To the no, end we're, of the ri podcast. we're riding the Strowman train, that's what we are. No, no one's on that anyway, Strowman Express. Speaking of, speaking of WWE's writing template, um, yes, hello everybody, we're here to talk about the series of surviving. That one time of the year where Raw and SmackDown go head to head. Apart from those other times where we say it's the one time of the year when Raw and SmackDown go head to head. And oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was Stop bad. doing that. It, it was it was bad this year. At least, you know, it seems like the last two years they've got on their bloody screwy finishes out of the way. Like oh. They've stopped that completely now. I was wondering if it was a one-off last year, but no, it's apparently all done. No, no, the screw, screwy finishes are always at, at hell in a cell. We didn't have that this no, year. So. We lucked out, which means yeah. they're saving them for a special occasion, such oh as the Royal God. Rumble. This, I'm not. Again, I'm not sure if it's literally just because it's off the back of Full Gear, and we're literally recording this after um, AEW's uh, AEW Dynamite's Winter is coming. War is here. Quasi pay per view. Special, a special. It's a yeah. network special. And, uh, oh my god, like, uh, fucking Survivor Series is just shite. 
Like, it's like I thought it was all right at first, and then and then the best stuff happened, happened afterwards. The best thing that like... happened was the pre-show, which is a bad sign. <laughs> Uh, we're, then, uh, we're gonna get onto this eventually. I, I, I know, uh, but do you guys think that Survivor Series is a main for? It's meant anymore? to be because it, it, the problem the problem is is that it's regarded as such because a it's it's one of those particular formats that they like to keep tripping out, but it's also one of the only four names that's been around for so long now. Everything yeah, it's been over changed. like three decades. Mm. So. Like that, the Rumble, Mania, and uh, SummerSlam. They're the only mm. ones that have lasted the test of time to like do it as seasonal things, but it's just. It, it just. Oh. I don't think it works anymore. No. Um, Send it off to NXT. Send Survivor Series off to NXT um, for I, it to get a bit of an overhaul, and then it can like, come back to the main roster at a later date once Triple H has fixed it. Like, I, I get the whole. Like men's and women's survivor series matches that i can i can live with but i really think if they if they want to keep the champion versus champion things they need to stick it on clash of champions again like that is where that's where it felt better but again the the biggest problem with the way they're doing survivor series now is that when it comes to the raw and smackdown like tv programming it just puts everything to the wayside for the sake of like if you wear a red t-shirt or a blue t-shirt you know what they should do? And they'll never do this, obviously, because it's stupid. Fuse Survivor Series with War Games. And have Survivor Series. I think Fuse Survivor Series with Clash and have done with it. I, 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 don't, I just don't think it should be uh, what they're doing anymore. Like, just keep it as... Just keep it as a pay-per-view, but make... Just have stakes to it. Like, everything except the Survivor Series matches just... You know, like, if you want to have those as best of the best, then fine, do that, you know, but we still need to have, like, contenders, because it just becomes, well, there's no stakes involved, because what happens? Oh, the winner of the Raw men's team, one of them gets a, they do a tournament for a shot at the at, at Drew McIntyre, okay. I think you mean they get bragging rights. <clears throat> Oh, is that they the get pay-per-view? WWE bragging that's, rights. That's already been the pay per view, and it I tanked. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's just you could honestly, as one of the big four, you could blink and miss it because there's no the, there's no storytelling worth a damn. Like I think the only thing that you're interested in is McIntyre versus Reigns, and that's literally only because they put McIntyre on SmackDown television. Oh, the only the only other matchup that was interesting was probably the the women champions clash so no yes. that match was bad really what I... what what match were you looking at not well clearly not that one if you guys liked it it held no interest i maybe it's because i just don't like sasha banks but well then how about we start then let, let, let's get this let, let's get this thing underway so kickoff we mentioned it had a battle royal the only one way by to the get Miz. everyone else on. It was one by the Miz in a shocking, in a shocking no, turn of no, events. No, not a shocking turn of events. But he's got the this briefcase, John. Sh- no, he's no. not supposed to win ever again. The, no, it's not the case because they Only did the same bloody 
finish they have been doing almost agnosium with every battle royal they've been doing for the last year where basically final two is in the ring but of course there's actually a third man on the outside who wasn't eliminated properly he comes in or she comes they, in they british bulldog them women than, than the men and now now the man's getting involved and then they eliminate the second to last person out. But they also it, did that on, on Winter is Coming's Battle Royal. And that's... I'm getting sick and tired of it. I'm getting sick and tired of it! No! Stop! No! <laughs> Stop this madness! This is me angry! <laughs> it's like, I'm getting sick and tired of it. I'm getting... I, I just... It is, it is unfortunate. Just stop using that bloody finish. It's not working anymore quite Stop right it, 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 it isn't working anymore and people need to and start getting some put over Miz games. as a credible kind of like cash in um you know thing because he was he was losing multiple times before that win he was getting beaten up by drew mcintyre and randy orton for so so long as well so it's like so what we're saying is it what we're saying is john it was a botch and the miz wasn't supposed to win because he's got the briefcase and he's never supposed to win again because he's got the briefcase. Unless that, unless he does start winning, in which case that's a guarantee he's not going to get the title. Mm. That's, that logic is not. <laughs> Doesn't work well. Does it shock your system? It's like, see, see, uh, Alberto Del Rio. Or, I'd rather not. Uh, or uh, what is it? Uh, Damien Sandow. That's a good. That's a be better example. Yeah, I don't, I'd rather not see a Battle of Rio, and frankly, nobody would. No. Again, the problem with the Damien, Damien Sandow when it comes to a Battle Royal is it's literally the only story that's worth keeping an eye on going into it, and therefore you know that something's going to happen there. Oh yeah, like, it's, it's, it's predictable. It's, it's, it's the same. Th it's the same problem with everything else. At least, at least, at least with a Battle Royal, you know, there's. There's something that can happen, but yeah, maybe the the going through the middle ropes and being on the outside is a. Is a it wasn't even middle rope. It's like he went he went over the top rope and then slid slid out under the uh, you know slide back in and at the bottom, uh, only to be drop kicked. But of course, he slid in enough to make it reset, and then when he got kicked out from both. You know, from from the well, bottom and whatnot. It's like, yeah, I know you say. It could be worse. Safe. It could be a Survivor Series match where just being like, where we have. Oh, don't worry, we'll get. We'll Come get on, those, uh, Survivor Series eliminations. Well, it's like when we have fifteen-minute matches, thirty, twenty, thirty-minute matches for one-on-ones go amazingly, and in a Survivor Series match, you could enter, take one finisher in five seconds, and be knocked out. I know. <sighs> You look, you look anyway. at the, you look at the lineup for that battle royal as well, and you just think, well, yeah, that's a match. Because we had Angel Garza, who, as you know from previous shows, I think is not very good at all. Um, Apollo Cruz, Cedric Alexander, Chad Gable, Dolph was in there. Of course. Uh. Dominic and Rey Mysterio and Murphy were in there because God alone knows we needed more of that. Um, Elias was in there with Jeff Hardy. 
Uh, Humberto Carrillo was in there. John Morrison was in there. Callisto, Ricochet, Robert Roode, Shelton Benjamin, Shinsuke Nakamura, and of course the Miz. And it's just it's like there's there's like five people there that should be booked in matches, properly, and everybody else is like, mm-hmm. and it felt like it, and I don't care, but Miz won, and that's fine. I think we're all happy that Miz actually did get a win, as much as I'm taking the piss out of the booking system for money fine. and bank winners. <sighs> but yeah, that was that. So let's swiftly move on to the main card then. Yes. As we opened up with uh, the men's Survivor Series match. With Ron Smackdown going to heavy. What a, what a way to uh, bury a show that's been so much better than the other one. You know? <laughs> let's just clean sweep it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, just, just... what was it? What was it last last year? It's like last year was NXT domination, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that was like, look, these are the people that are going to replace the people you're watching at some point. Uh, it <laughs> the Raw versus SmackDown thing felt very much like. Actually, I think I recall what was it? The last last year it was Reigns and uh, Keith Lee that yes went went. Uh, went to the wire and whatnot and i think reigns was on raw so yeah raw one uh raw men's look we need um, to keep raw strong yeah as has always been the case in these raw has to be strong because you know and and raw has to get eight million more draft picks and Raw has to get all his other stuff um even though smackdown is the better show and has been for a very long time. It's, and it's that only was even bare, before, the, that was even, that that even before the Fox stuff. Um, no, I, I disagree with that point, John. Um, the the big draw to SmackDown right now is, uh, even as fucking Heyman said it on SmackDown, is the main event storyline. It's Reigns and Uso. That's that's why SmackDown is better all, alone because there's actually an interesting storyline. It's high, high story, high story stuff going on. I think I still think WWE could, could somehow tank it, but hey. So anyway, the highlight of this match, um, and I think people will will agree with this. The highlight of the match was Keith Lee coming out to half decent music. He's got a new song, hasn't he? He's yep. got a new song. It's not whatever the frick they did to his old one. Um. Now, now, it, it, or it, any other it, variant. It, it's it's not a, a cut off variant of one that they don't want to use because they don't want to pay um, like fees for anymore. Mm. Royalties. Yeah. Yeah. Right, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. So, so yeah. So Seth Rollins sacrificed himself for the greater good. The greater good. This is the greater good. I will. Well, I am the Messiah. Way, I will sacrifice as a, myself as a way to get written off of TV. This was so weird. I was expecting like, can can we? What? Yeah, it's it's a weird one because it's instead of putting somebody over and giving him the chance to have a program afterwards, what he did was effectively piss off everybody. 
because e- even even the team raw was like what the hell <laughs> you know so yeah um hey Seamus got a pin yay he finally did <laughs> yay. something after so yay. long yay oh 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 flat cap himself he got a uh, he got a pin um then aj eliminated kevin owens in fact, every every person on the every person got elimination. Got elimination. Yeah. Mm. AJ AJ eliminated Owens. Riddle eliminated King Corbin. I kind of felt sorry for Corbin actually after that match. I'll be honest. Um, Braun eliminated Otis because Otis is just there to get the crap beaten out of him now until he goes back to the lower mid card. Um, and Keith Lee, who was made to look pretty ordinary in this match. As opposed to the booking the previously, end. until the I end. mean, eliminated Jay Superman <laughs> Superboy. <laughs> I mean, when when you Superboy. have, I mean, the, the problem the problem with the the, the Keith Lee problem is is that one on one he looks very good. Mm. When you stick him on a team of giants, it's not very good. It's not mm. very interesting. But... This is why, and this this is why I think most other wrestling equivalents work work a little bit better is because in other things they're not just hiring big people with muscles they're hiring a variety of sizes and talents and therefore you know when you have someone like Keith Lee uh, you're gonna have him with a variety of people other than people who are just really tall and strong in in amongst all that lot Riddle and AJ look so out of place yeah. Uh, but anyway, Captain AJ kept he's not them together. The he's not. Well, he's, he's not the captain. Appointed. Yeah, he's he's the not. He's the not captain AJ kept them together. Um, Jay Uso, Super Uso Prime, kept five on one and somehow was doing well, but. This would disappoint Roman Reigns because he didn't win a five-on-one with against multiple world champions because Roman is apparently wasn't watching. <laughs> they don't listen to him because they don't fear him. They don't. Yes, you didn't win because they don't fear you. Yes. Also, did you see what he was up against? Technically, and it doesn't matter how many Jay Uso got more offense in that match yeah, but you gotta remember, some wrestlers do in their entire WWE tenure you, you gotta remember though Survivor Series is the one like where they won't even help break up a pinfall compared to like a tag matches where they're scrambling <laughs> to get in yeah you can, al- you can always tell that there's, there's, this, there's this point where it's like oh yeah well, we'll break up the pin and then there comes a point about you know you're 10 minutes in where the entire concept of you should break up a pinfall just goes out the window and then we lose about four people. So-and-so has been eliminated. So-and-so has been eliminated. The person who just pinned that last guy, they've been eliminated as well. It's, it's just, you look at the SmackDown team, and there's at least two people who are tag team specialists there, being Otis and Jey Uso. And, you know, Rollins was part of the Shield as well, so technically he could be there. But Rollins, you know, Ro- Corbin has been 
part of tag matches all the way through SmackDown tenure because they've got nothing else to do with him and there's too many fucking yeah. people on the Remember roster. how he was the lone wolf? Yeah, I know, right? And, <laughs> and fucking Owens was tagging with Zayn again, is in the same position as Corbin where he just isn't tag matches. Like, they've all got... And yet, they're the team that lose. It, it's so... It's very weird. They had to build a story up for the the following night somehow. So having the guys have, you know, the guys on Raw get their uh, clean seat win will obviously help build the story afterwards, which uh, would lead to you know, eventually a couple of weeks later, AJ getting his uh, title match against Drew McIntyre. At, TLC. Uh, it's just TLC. a standard match at this point. And, at the moment, yes. So, unless I'm, I'm, I'm sure they'll, they'll put it as a TLC match. It wouldn't but, surprise me if it's just a bog standard ladder match. Ladder. And that's how they bring AJ's big guy comes into play. At which point, both the champ, the main championships, will be at the top of the fucking ladder for the fucking TLC things. The 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 idea of having TLC matches and then splitting it up into tables, ladders, and chairs matches makes no goddamn sense, especially the ladder match. Yeah. The ladder match in, in is like yeah, it, it's like a TLC match, except the weapons aren't I as mean, readily the, available. I guess. I mean, I mean, the, the TLC match is just the ladder match. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's it's just like, but we've added more chairs and lad and tables to, to ringside. I I was watching a match actually it was a match it was a match it was a representation of wrestling on another show uh the other day i was with i was watching it with uh my fiance cat double cross for those of you who are familiar with last minute continue um and it was there it was a ladder match and the titles were hanging from of the from above obviously but it wasn't obvious that it was a ladder match first of all because if you're not familiar with wrestling because there was no ladder so it's like hey welcome and cat just looked at the these so, so they've, they've hung the belts from the ceiling. And I was like, yeah, yeah. She was like, that's a bit stupid. <laughs> don't show don't sure her an like, X match. Let's, let's not pull on that thread with wrestling. <laughs> the entirety of wrestling might just unravel. Can you, can you, can you show her the TLC match from WrestleMania X7 where Edge spears Hardy? Oh, yeah. I ladder. I and, and watch her go, well, that's probably going to hurt. Actually, that... <laughs> <laughs> like, she'll probably say something like, "Oh, his shoulders are gonna be sore in the morning." <laughs> something like that. <laughs> or, or, the, or the other thing. Or the other thing is, well, that's unnecessary. That would be. Well, I mean, it was very part. unnecessary. Well, that's a bit excessive. No, no she watched the live series. She watched the live series. I should ask her what her, her score was afterwards. Um, yeah. So anyway, we we move on to. What um, I think was one of the better matches of the night. Yes. Mainly because it involved the New Day coming out as the New Day in their Gears 5 get-up, complete with uh, downloadable content Big E. Mm. Uh, downloaded just then, for this intro. Who then, who, who then promptly vanished from ringside. <laughs> <laughs> like... Someone so, used character select no one chose no, no one, one. No one said anything about that. I think it would have been better if, like, somebody, if, like, Raw had insisted, or or Raw had insisted that Biggie had gone to the back, because he they they made a thing about this that 
on social beforehand on and interview stuff that you know yeah biggie would if it came down to this match biggie was supporting new day and he was supporting new day against raw which they could have done something with but instead they just had him disappear he fell through the world he's in the void and yeah, that means he'll just respawn somewhere else he, he did he respawned with his old gimmick um <laughs> on smackdown so. i mean i mean i'm hoping it the 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 fucking powder was just a one-off because it was the intercontinental thing but i don't i don't know it's like uh i was expecting him to go old old school gimmick and well yeah that, counting five yeah everyone was saying it's not proper biggie Un- it's not proper biggie unless he's doing the- he's demanding the five count and mm. you know smacking aj lee accidentally then then it's there's old school biggie uh. mm. that video actually came up for me in um on youtube about biggie explaining the five count thing that was actually quite an interesting watch but yeah. was, yeah, the, fir- mean, was uh... the first minute of it him just going yeah <laughs> no uh, it's not the proper Big E then. It's not proper Big E. Turbo, but, get Turbo, um, get on that sort it out. This was I enjoyed this match for what it was. Um, it's a good thing we weren't doing predictions on this one because I probably would have lost. I'll be honest. <laughs> it it was weird because they kind of set it up. They they were very keen to make it sound like it was this passing of the torch thing. Mm. And it's like, really? <laughs> okay. I liked that New Day came out of the gate, you know, pretty, and throughout the match were actually pretty, you know, they weren't it's just messing really about. To watch all throughout, yeah. It's... They were they're all business. Yeah, fair news. I mean, I wasn't as invested as you guys though, because the, you know, the street profits have been waning on me a bit, and you know, with. Uh, Kofi and Xavier. Uh, it's like it was just. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, uh, both of those tag teams have been relegated to like the ether on both shows. Yeah. The Street Profits are back to doing what they did um, on Raw when, when Vince was trying to get the youth demographic to watch the show more, where they're just mm-hmm. talking about the bloody show and what's going on. And Kofi and Xavier are just nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Oh, like, the, the, the promo before it was a bit weird as well. From the Street Profits. Yeah, that's what that's what kind that, of like threw me off. Yeah, I, I was watching that and I'm just going, is it, is it was this intentional? Was all of this intentional? I don't know. I feel I feel as if I've sort of like stumbled into something that was that was like outtakes. And no, mm. this oh this is the actual thing. Okay. Um, this so is the most the... entertained I've been by the Street Profits in any kind of match. There it is. That's not a massive bar to clear. And this this match did sort of wane as it went on. I was more interested to see New Day be slightly healy during the. Uh, I'm not talking about the things you skate on your shoes. Yeah, um, well that well that's that's what I was kind of like thinking. That. I I was wondering who's heel and who's face in this uh, encounter, and really the neither of them with... neither one wanted to budge where yeah, they wanted this to be. Is the, this is the problem with how Survivor Series is in general. It doesn't give a shit about anything like that. Coherency goes out the window. Uh, they stopped giving a shit the moment they started. They they changed the they traded tag titles, and that apparently counts another reign. Mm. <laughs> you know. Oh wow! Excellent. Wait, we can just keep doing this. 
<laughs> I'm a 75-time <laughs> world champion. God, we, do, we don't need that kind of like stuff happening. Um, 24-7 syndrome to be used in uh, on any most of the other titles. titles most much. title reigns of any man, of any wrestler in the history <laughs> In the history of world wrestling entertainment, R-Truth, like 54 or whatever it is. Mm. Whatever it is, his age is at, at the minute. It's it's the same amount of reigns. Speaking of which, uh, just to clear up what happened, it's like that that was a, a bit throughout the night, both on the pre-show and then later on in the main show is uh, Gobbledygooker being uh, 24-7 champion. Who, who's, in the, who's in the Gooker suit? It was a gobbly gulag. Gulag, yes. rather. Go- Drew Gulag was in there. <laughs> Hearing gobbly speak. Oh, yeah. Like, gobble, gobble. <laughs> was so freaking weird. But hey, um, at, it was nice that at the end of the night, gobbly gook got, got to come out and he got to say goodbye to the WWE universe. It's been 30 long years. And um, it's been it's been a wonderful career. It's a wonderful career, and we're going to do a special charting our own thoughts about Gobbledygooker um, and his contributions to the poultry industry. And we'll and you'll uh, see that um, New Year's Day. So uh, the, uh, look out for that for another LMKO special. Gobbledygooker. The bird, bird flu years were something very exciting. Oh yeah. Well. <laughs> There was rumours he was to blame, and as and as foreign objects go, you know, pandemic is a pretty strong one. But yeah, our, you can't argue he's not been booked strong in twenty twenty. I mean, here's the thing, you know, if he was to blame for actual bird flu, then maybe he shouldn't have just. And and that's how it happened. <laughs> I, I think I think the powers that be might have censored you there, Pete. God damn those powers that be. <laughs> Vince McMahon is ordering God to now stand with his tiny little YouTube channel. Oh, it's me, Dr. Fauci! It's me all along, Dr. Uh, anyway, Street Profits won. And um, everybody was happy. Everyone was respectful. Everyone, everyone was happy and respectful. There was a little story about um, about Xavier and um, Ford, I think it was, that they'd been like friends for ages, like, maybe like like 15, 20 years or something, and they'd never fought in the ring before. So there was a little story about that that commentary said, and there was tensions building at the end. But yeah, it was oh, all, yeah. It all, it's all happy ever after. It, it doesn't damage New Day. It doesn't give does street. Pro- it doesn't they've, give street profits a bigger run as I think they They've done enough in the in the in the company to never mm. lose their status. Yeah. You know, um, with how long they've been on top on that on that scene. Yeah. Nothing hurt. Nothing phases them anymore. So. Mm. Yeah. We move on from there to the uh, the non the other not everything's everything was officially non-title, but the as if we needed any explanation. But apparently it was according to WWE. Everything was non-title. 
We had the match that had the two competitors just back and forth over social media over how each of them is like, hey, I don't like you, but we'll show them because apparently we're not even worth... No, Undertaker's later, Pete. Um... <laughs> this they're... match is not worth my attention. Yeah. They, yeah, but even even they were like, you know, we're being left out. We're being like treated badly here, but screw it. Because we'll the last the time you guys had a card, Sami Zayn brought out three people in drag to be his sisters. <sighs> Please don't remind me. The last time that Sami Zayn and Bobby I, mean, I said, "Don't remind me, not remind but in, me." But in fairness, look where the hurt business are now. Yeah, Bobby Lashley sorry, dominated I, Sammy, and it, in fairness, well, it kind of had to be this way. Well, yeah, I mean, granted, you had Sammy was still being the the Cowley heel and whatnot, and trying to get himself disqualified to get the win. It was there was some clever shenanigans going on, or or tried I tried to get tripping uh, over tripping over MVP's foot, going he tripped me, he tripped me, disqualify him. It was ridiculous. It's like. It was, yeah, it, it 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 was what it was. It was just a comedy, it was a comedy match under the veil of, you know, high stakes, uh, for domination and whatnot. And it was ridiculous. So so cagematch.net, which is where we sort of get our roundups when we do these, so when we when we double check, they've got it. They've got their rate. Their rating is after seventy one votes is two point eight two stars. Out of ten, out of ten. Um, I, I don't think that's entirely fair to Bobby or Sammy because they tried with what they were given. You see, that's a, that's the problem. I like Sammy, and I liked what he he was able to do back. Uh, when, oh, when when did he get the unified titles? Um, like a, a couple of months ago, I can't remember the show. But um, when I was like hoping that he would like be, you know smarmy and whatnot about mm. the whole thing and whatnot not revert back to the cowardly kind of like heel i thought he would try to be a little more um swin swindling and whatnot and try to be a little more uh like cunning uh in the match and whatnot but no he was just doing the, the typical kind of like heel malarkey malarkey yeah Oh, and, Biden, uh, Biden would Biden would love his him clearly, but yeah, Pete Pete pieced out for this match. Mm-hmm. So um, I like Sami Zayn. We, like, we all I like, like Sami what he's Zane. trying to do, but it's just like uh, this was the shortest match on the card. Like this was the piss break match, followed by another piss break match. Oh, hmm. So, actually, I think going back to the the SmackDown because obviously um, the passing of Pat Patterson, we had the mm. tribute. I, what I thought was very interesting was when Sammy was brought out, and the commentary were like saying, "Oh, Pat absolutely adored Sammy," and it was like, "Did he? Where does that come from?" I kind of want to know it's, more about that. Um, there's lots of just backstage oh, the, stuff and things. Yeah, I, I was going to say more. there's there's been more like. The amount of outpour, like after his passing and whatnot, from all all those kind of like um, 
wrestlers, both former mm. champions of of the IC title as well as like general yeah kind of, like superstars was kind of like felt. But so. I, I I just I just thought it was it was kind of interesting. They, they mentioned they mentioned the, the the friendship he had with Dolph specifically is which is well known. Mm-hmm. But the 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 whole thing about oh yeah no Pat absolutely adored Sammy is like that's kind I of think, came out of nowhere. I think yeah. well, the, it's, I think it's the Patterson... Sammy and Kev as well. Like uh, yeah, I think it was a big NXT thing. Quite yeah. possible. Quite possible. No, well, I mean, the, I mean, the, there's a picture of Sammy with the NXT title on Patterson's shoulders. So uh, there it is. So. <clears throat> Don't ask me because I'm literally going to say I just zoned out. Right. Okay. So, uh, Raw versus SmackDown ladies match. The boss, the blueprint, the blue haired, the blue haired Sasha Banks versus no one's ready for. She's just bought a new camera for herself. It's Panasonic. Oscar. I haven't watched any of her content in a while, actually. It's it, she's so fucking funny. <laughs> I know. That, that's why I used to like her stuff. Hey, easy people, uh, easy peasy people. What's up? Um. Okay, so Sasha Banks got to wrestle here mm-hmm. for first time in a while, and that even includes the Bailey match. To my sadness, um, I really enjoyed this for I, about I this 75% like... of it fair dues I mean I, I actually had a lot more appreciation for the match and even more so for Sasha Banks actually because finally it's like Sasha Banks was, was able to look strong against Oscar for she the has to look time. strong. That's the problem. Um, well, they've, literally, they've, literally, they've literally just built her up to finally win a title and not lose it in the immediate defense. So they have to make her look strong. Yeah. And we got to thank the Mandalorian for it. Yeah, it's literally the Mandalorian has done this. Okay. Who'd have thought that sh- hot, hot chicken wings would get you a roll? <laughs> apparently so uh but yeah i mean it was i mean i think it was kind of obvious that sasha was always going to win this just because of what you know pete just said it, they, they kind of put it in a situation where actually to continue sasha having any kind of any kind of you know seriousness she had to be oscar but that's here, fine uh, i, I found fine. that to be fine because eventually eventually oscar needed to you know slow down eventually mm. Like you can't have that kind of like overall dominance forever, mm. and whatnot. And, and uh, yeah, and it, it, you know, you can't have her have the, uh, you know, the, be, you know, outsmarted kind of like, uh, you know, duped kind of like loss, and whatnot from a smarmy heel or. or but that's whatever. the last time. Are we honestly forgetting the last time that Sasha Banks and Oscar met? Well, Asuka destroyed Sasha, and the yeah. last time that they met before that, Sa- Sasha won because uh, they were beating up on um, Kyrie oh, Sane. Kyrie Sane, you know, and and Asuka was distracted. You know, it's just like they did got, kind of bring that up on commentary, if I remember rightly. They did. Kind of, yeah, I think they, they did, did bring it up and, and then say, "Well, she's got a 
She's got a victory, but it was kind of a crap one. It doesn't mean anything, so you you gotta. You'll, There's not even that much better. time in between them. Oh, well, that's WWE. <laughs> Okay, to, if you want to give a great example of WWE and concept of time, Bailey versus um, Natalia this week. Michael Cole on commentary talking about Bailey's title reign like it was like, did you know that Bailey had the title for like a, for over a year? And he was talking about it like it, it had, apparently it was something like that was set that was a couple of years ago, like people have just forgotten about it. And it's like pretty certain that this was, you know, maybe just like a month ago. That, the general <laughs> that, audience. That this ended. <laughs> it's just it's a, it's a great example of WWE and just like if it if it was if it's over a week, then the audience has no idea it ever happened, apparently. Apparently so. But yeah, it was. I mean, it was nice back. We saw some moves. We saw some moves that we don't see often, as well. Yeah, and there was a lot of good, good reversal work from the pair of them. There was also some poor reversal, um, but uh, there, there was. Yeah, that last twenty-five percent. It was a bit sloppy. Um, but I've seen sloppier. I indeed. I have seen. I am I indeed. I have seen sloppier. Uh, and when when it was crisp, it was crisp. It was, it, was, it was crisp. It was very crisp. When it was sloppy, it was very noticeable. But again, like I say, we've seen worse. Um, I like I like that Oscar was just upset about it afterwards. That that's yeah. what wrestlers should gen be in this gen situation. Shock, yeah. Sasha, Sasha, you know, swanning out like she was never ever troubled was is very much in character, which is fine. Uh, it's just it's it just makes me go back to I wanted to see Bailey and Oscar in a program, and I don't and I've seen this match with Sasha now, and I don't want to see Sasha in a, an Oscar in a program. I just don't oh, think it. That's would... fine. You won't be seeing this again. Well, yeah, it, it's a one and it's a one and done. It's happened now, but hey, Pete. You might have zoned out for this one, mate. But I'm so, I bet you're so glad you zoned back in for the match that followed it. This was more entertaining than the last two matches. I actually enjoyed the women's Well. The women's well. I'm gonna remind you that I'm a casual viewer of the no. entertainment. You watch more than me. No. You can't. You don't have that excuse anymore. But you two are the smart. I'm the least smart. But you're not you. as casual as you think you are now. <laughs> you, you, you watch more WWE than I do, my friend. I watch Raw and I watch SmackDown. And I watch. You watch more WWE than I do, yeah, my friend. You do watch more than I. Heck, you watch more than I do, and I'm supposed to be the hardcore fan here. Uh team team Raw. Versus Team SmackDown. I'll tell you in advance. Spoiler warning, everybody. Team Raw won. Um, look, look. I, I really enjoyed the fact that they let Peyton Royce do stuff, and she looked a fucking a million bucks out there. That is very true. Peyton Peyton yeah. Royce got a nice little rub. Um, Shayna got to show that she can 
kill people. Yeah. And I'll then give lose in. And, um, yeah. And then, and then in stupid goes. Um, I mean, to, to be fair, I mean, this was bound. With the, 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 the winner of this match was only going to go one way. Like, this has been built up. Yeah, it was, so, it was so obvious. Uh, oh, oh, Lacey Evans was in there. I completely forgot Lacey Evans was in the match. Yeah, she punched Natalia. I think that's yeah, she, she punched Natalia and uh, I'm eliminated her. Uh, Bianca Maybe. Belair was in there because we needed to highlight the new, new star too. Um... She, she, B- Bianca Belair got um, what Keith Lee got last year. Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's she was almost the winner, but obvi- but through you know some. Although granted, it was more dumber for her to you know be eliminated this mm. uh, in this method. Well, not after sh- coming back from a fighting you know, fighting Nia Jax to a standstill on the outside of the ring is not a bad way. It's a shame that she couldn't, because she would have easily destroyed Lana, you know. If not, mm. I mean, the, the problem is, is that you know full well if Bianca Belair had managed to get back in the ring after that bell would have gone, Nia Jax would have got back in there and slapped seven bells of shit out of Bianca and then but... thrown Lana uh, in to get the pin. All I thought about during this was, um, well, there was two things. Number one, thanks for catching Bailey, guys. Um, Bailey took a pretty much a straight again suplex to the outside. Again, can we talk about the most dominant women's SmackDown champion that fucking ate shit in ten minutes? Yeah. Mm. What the frick? I I could understand. I can almost understand where they thought they were going with that, but it's like it, if you ever had any kind of ind- any you know clear indication that yeah you've had your time now. Okay, move along, please. Uh, it it was very much that. Um, I, I could I love that, that, that even though Bailey was the heel, everybody was behind Bailey. Team SmackDown was like pretty unified going into it. The whole thing was oh yeah, Raw is all like grr, grr. and it's like that. All the faces are behind the heel. Everybody everybody is completely completely unified in the yep. Yeah, Bailey's captain. That's fine. We're gonna go and do even this. Even Natalia, thing. which is fucking weird. She yeah, even Natalia was kind of was kind of down with it. Uh, again, I'm going back to that that SmackDown again. Um, somebody made the point that Natalia, thanks to tapping out Bailey with the sharpshooter, Natalia's tapped out every single one of the horsemen horsewomen with the sharpshooter, which is pretty pretty crazy when you think about it. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm. G- g- can we talk about the Riot Squad <laughs> and this match? What the fuck has the Riot Squad done in the back to apparently piss people off enough? Ruby they was Ruby all the way existed. through it was just they, like was they, treated like they, a fucking coward. They, they they broke the wrist of someone who they wanted to be in the Survivor Series match and uh, were going to rename to a name of Victorious. Oh yeah, that shite. Well, they're gonna they're gonna rename Chelsea Green. They were gonna yes. rena- yeah, she was gonna do a promo after she won the match, uh, and she was gonna rena- call herself Victorious. Victorious, and she was gonna be in the what? Match. Was she gonna have a secret? Or what's the? No, that's Victoria. They they won't name. Oh, but she's Victoria. not ladies to mess with. Mm. 
yes, they were. Son. They were going to do this whole thing, but son. yeah, it was. That, that's probably why. Um. Yeah. Uh, also, great shame for Chelsea. Chelsea Green gets a debut on NXT. It's... Gets a wrist broken. Gets a debut on main roster. Gets a wrist. Broken. No, I think she premeditated that injury. I'll be honest, I if think... I found out I was going to have a force name change to something like Victorious, I'd probably go out of my way to snap my wrist off as well. <laughs> oh, Fucking hell. Like, Chelsea Lena, <laughs> coming soon. Oh, God, I hope not. Mm. But yeah, Riot Squad were treated like like they were nothing in that going up against Nile. Which is a shame because they're Liv... the like, tag team for the tag yes! team tiles. Again! Liv Morgan looked relatively strong at Liv, oh, Liv, Liv looked a lot stronger than Ruby Ruby, Ruby. was treated mm. like absolutely which is a shame because Ruby was treated pretty was much pretty... on the same level as Lana in terms mm. of your, this is your threat level like bonk bloody hell oh, so bad uh, so yeah so Peyton Royce eliminated Bailey after 10 minutes after nobody fucking caught Bailey and and then Natalia put Peyton in the sharpshooter team. Because like. Nat- Natty gets her one elimination via the sharpshooter. Uh, Lacey then punched. We then had the, like, the pretty much immediate thing of Lacey punching Natalia and then eliminating her. Shayla eliminated Ruby. Um, Liv managed to get an elimination on Lacey. So it wasn't a tire queen sweep this time. No. Uh, then we had Nia eliminating Liv. Because Shana how dare you? DQ. Yeah, DQ. Then Bianca and Nia um, count out. Count out. Mm-hmm. To leave Lana as the sole survivor, which apparently has become a big thing in recent years. Yes, the the person who who she did she did get in, she did get in, didn't she? She did get in at one point. Yeah, I, she she, she, did, she, she did. tagged in. She tagged in. Yeah, she tagged in to the fury. She, she had a little bit of a uh, you know she had a, go, a flurry with I. And then uh, immediately, what was it? Uh, I think it was like um, it was it was Iron Nia Jax or she got uh, lambasted by she got bullied back into yeah. the corner and told to not to move from that spot, and yeah. then she won because. Have you actually seen that special Survivor. that she had? No, I, I no, I haven't. I, do, I want to see. I want to see the live one. I do want to see the live one. Uh, oh, appara- yeah. Apparently, Lana got really emotional in hers because they were. Uh, she was talking about Rusev, but she wasn't allowed to mention him by name or something like mm. that. Like she's, found it, she's found it really hard to like do everything without him there because she's felt like bullied. In, in well, like, she has been because media. Twitter, Twitter's a bunch of twats at points. I mean that's no social no sugar cooking here. No, that's social that's social media in a fucking nutshell. Yeah, but it's I'm I'm hoping she has got the backing of some of the the people from I know outside of Total Divas, um, some of the locker room because clearly she needs a little bit of support mm. emotionally at this at this time because there is all this stuff going on and it was. It did. It did very much feel like this whole table thing was very much a a WWE style punishment because it's WWE, and we've seen this before far too many times. Yeah, because they're that level of petty. Um, Can we talk about the best match on the card before we get really depressed about how they treated an, an old man's retirement? Yeah, um, let's talk about Roman Reigns. 
versus Drew McIntyre with special guest referee. Uh, special guest referee was just the crowd noise guy going into fucking overdrive. I mean, the, I mean, the crowd is really so good... energized, Michael. Yes, because he's turned this, the fucking game, volume up. This match uh, had a really good uh, like uh, video package to hype this up. In fact, it was the only match that had a video package to. That's uh, true. It was very un WWE like. Yeah, They're so it's so like, good at that. Yeah, because the, obviously the, all the other matches didn't really have much in the way of interactives to uh, garner one. So, yeah. Um, so they they really put it all out there, and it for good reason because they actually did really good work. It was a very good match. Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, I was engrossed the entire time. I mean, there's there's not really a lot more that needs to be said. It was good. Um, built it built up from their small encounter in the Royal Rumble at the start of the year. And of course, with the dynamic, well, I wouldn't say it was changed, because uh, I think Drew was still. Well, actually, no. I think Drew was kind of a heel still Here's going the into thing. the Rumble. Here's the thing: it would I would not put it past WWE for Drew to lose the title at Rumble, back to Orton or whoever, and then to win the Rumble and challenge Reigns. Also, do a Becky Lynch. It yeah. wouldn't surprise me. It Except we need Edge to win the Rumble. I I think Edge will just come back. Like I like <clears throat> I, I I think Mania knows. That, I think Vince knows that Edge uh, Orton three would be enough of a money maker to make it a Mania worthy match at this point. But having the belt on Orton for six months was the wrong idea. So, but it wouldn't surprise me if he loses it. I don't think. Edge having a return at the Rumble would be a bit silly, but having Reigns win two Rumbles in a row, I think, is more. <laughs> it's even worse. Well, it's not even worse. It's you know, um, it's because even main... even Austin didn't have that. Two and Rumbles in a row is two Rumbles in a row is a rarity. Like, hmm. how many times has it been done? Oh, it almost happened with yeah. with Austin. How many how many how many times has it been done? Of course. Did, um... did Hogan do it? Oh, or did he almost do it? He almost did it. He almost did it. He almost did it, and that was the was that was the one where. And hell, even Roman Reigns has done it, like almost done it, like three or four times because he was always in like the top. Did four? Did Hogan win ninety one? Because okay, so the only person who has ever won uh, a Royal Rumble in two consecutive years is Shawn Michaels. Mm. That's it. Yeah. Like that's. But I I can honestly see McIntyre to be the man to do that. He could because I I think McIntyre reigns is a fucking WrestleMania worthy match. It's this whole match sets stuff up for another day. Most yeah. definitely, we had the fact that you know it sets up that you know reigns has the victory over Drew. And Reigns gets to live by his thing is like you're not the man yet, which gives Drew something to target. Mm-hmm. Even as the champion, it gives him something to target. We had it that you know Drew was pretty. Re- Drew continues his run of just being resilient, 
against stuff and he was pretty resilient against you know Roman's best offense and when Drew finally did get the Claymore off Reigns was really rocked by it and was in a position where he could have lost mm. of course he had that I mean, extra leverage yeah. with, even though even though they were sent to go back back home go leave the arena of course they didn't because they needed to be part of the, part of the you know the family unit to make sure that the bloodline yeah it's like uh jay come back against roman's wishes and helping them out it's like it gra- granted he's like it was a, it was a decent it was an interesting ending well, it's it's a typical ending, but it's like um, it's, with it's that not, di- it's with that very... with that kind of like uh, not it stable. It, conti- like... it continues the bloodline storyline by having Jay do a thing. Uh, it's not very that often. It's not very often that you see another ref brought down to the ring, and rather than trying to wake up the one that's already down there, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen that often anymore. And you know, it's just a thing. Like Paul Heyman continues that one constant to stand at ringside and do nothing. So just stand there and look pretty, Paul. And oh, horrified. Mm. But you know, I, I I can see it happening. I can see I can see I, I can see McIntyre and Reigns having a, a verbal confrontation at the Rumble. I can see uh, Jay get involved in the McIntyre match to cost him the belt. I can then see. Uh, McIntyre take uh, Jay's head off in the Rumble, win the Rumble, and go to take on Reigns, thinking that you know Reigns is responsible for the reason McIntyre lost the belt. I can see it happening. I can see it all happening on one night. Plausible. Plausible. And I think it would be a fucking godstand WrestleMania match, and would somehow lead into Orton Edge at WrestleMania as well for the other belt. Which Edge would win, get get a month or two's reign and then is able to transition on to somebody giving the rub of a hall of famer yep 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 <sighs> but speaking of hall of famers yes a future one well bloody only thing he isn't nobody could think. Hope he, i hope he does um yeah they treated his fucking retirement like shit oh yeah this was like 30 minutes of pointlessness i like the video package oh the video package was amazing i thought the video package was really good i don't understand why you trot people out to then get rid of them to have vince be there on his own to then get rid of vince to have undertaker come down and do a thing um do, well i do, think it, i think it would have been more extended uh, entrance I, well i think he, it would have been much more of a grandiose thing for him to be there as Mark Calloway since he's embraced that now mm-hmm. and have a Ric Flair-esque send-off with his friends in the ring. But no, this is The Undertaker we're talking about. This this is someone that is way more than just a Ric Flair, way more than just a Hulk Hogan. No, well, he's, he's, a been... Vince, he's a Vince McMahon creation. That's, that's, that's the big difference. And like, it has to be have to have that last I honestly of that mystique of the Undertaker of this entity, you know, that has been finally put to rest. 
I but, honestly feel like yeah. this was such a waste of my time to watch, especially oh, since was... they've, they, they've then replayed the video package as much as they can everywhere. Oh, else. yeah. I've been hating that, how they've been wasting. They've been wasting TV time with that package uh, on both Raw and SmackDown. And, well, no, it's ridiculous. It's like, it's like, I, I don't even think any other retired wrestler or whatever has ha had their video package of or highlight it's highlights of their you know either retirement or or send off or a storyline that uh, has been repeated ad nauseum as much as that you know last that 30 minute slog that has to be retold Mr. Kevin has been quiet, and he's he's in a he's in a way of he's uh, establishing his thoughts right now, and I want to hear what he wants to what he's got to say about this. It was depressing, really, wasn't it? And it was depressing in a way I didn't think any of us thought it would be. We're losing Taker from the ring. We all know that it was inevitably going to happen. We mm. all knew that it should happen for, should have for, the, for the guy's ago. sake. Um, the 30 Days of the Dead Man stuff on the network and all the stuff that's come out since with with Mark Calloway essentially you know, doing this bits, this, even, even the stuff on Cameo, which has been freaking hilarious, <laughs> by the way. Uh, in character as Taker. Scooby-Doo. Yeah, um, it's 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 good to know that he's in a good place. That's that's the most important thing that he's in a good place post wrestling because that's the big that's the big concern. <laughs> I think that I we had that. somebody who's had this much of his life dedicated to his craft to suddenly well, been... be without that. We know it's he's... a bad place for wrestlers. He's been so much in character that it's such a breath of fresh air to see him not. You know, he is a funny guy. Yeah, he's really funny. If you haven't seen the, you know, the one where they're doing, um, it was some pretty mobile company. You know, you know the sort of video where they're saying, "Hey, do a, hey, you random person, do, do a Cricket promo, yeah. do a promo like you're talking to the Undertaker, and then yeah. Undertaker's been like coming in via the Zoom call or what have you." Yeah, but his comments in between all that, his ad libs and stuff, are really freaking funny. This was just sad. I don't know what the... I, I could only assume the electricity plays The Undertaker's theme was well, like this, something they were going to have for a mania sometime, which got this, canned. This this is a thing. This That that thing specifically, and I made note of it on the LMC Discord as well, is someone actually made that as a thing, reached out to Jim Johnston, and Jim Johnston replied. So they've obviously gone from there and got that in touch with Vince, and he's been brought in to do that. It didn't really work. No, it was shit. It didn't really it, work. It, like it, it works in it works in the thing of, um, oh, it's a fantastic fan tribute thing. Like it's nice to see that on the grandiose stage of it all. Yeah, it would have been like an, again an aside, a good aside, not like we've got to wait for the man. It would have it would have been a thing. It would have been a thing of WWE saying, oh, show us your best Undertaker fan tributes, and it's showcased on a video there. Yes. Yeah, absolutely that perfect. Sort of two mounting two massive bloody Tesla coils in. I was, 
They they just blew their entire effects budget for goodness knows how long. They've got to do five more years of Saudi Arabia shows now to to cope with all the fire and stuff that they they did. Um, I mean, the elevating they, stairs were like, okay, please don't fall off. Um, well, it was just, it, it was a massive platform. It wasn't it wasn't like a small little thing. It was like one a very wide thing. Yeah. He had plenty you know, but, space to, you know, keep his balance and whatnot. I think he would be fine. But I think that when when we had the piped in crown noise, because he hasn't dealt he hasn't dealt with with the the Thunderdome before. No. I so he's not familiar with that. And then he's getting piped in crowd noise of people chanting Undertaker, Undertaker. Mm-hmm. And he looked visibly put off by it. He looked he looked like it, he it's... kind of took him out for a minute. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure it on. was. And it was just so <sighs> It was, was so it? sad just to have just to, to say what he said so little. When he was talking about uh, the kind of like you know um, cinematic matches and whatnot, and uh, how uh, and this was like during like interviews before this happened and whatnot, he was he was not like in, um, he's not finding a fan. the kind of, yeah he's not been a fan. Of but he that. really and, liked the thing he did with AJ. That's the thing. He like. Yeah, he's said that as a thing that was something to go out on, you know. And I'm glad that that's his last match because it, it, you know, as fucking honky tonk as it could appear to some people, you know, it was good. You could tell that it didn't put a lot of stress on him as a as a as a as a physical thing, and it was entertaining, you know. Yeah, but but it's it's also as a perform as a wrestling performer and whatnot. He want he would want that kind of like um, crowd adulation. I'll be honest to be a I part th- of it. I'll be honest. I think it's I think it's a reason why they've held it off for so long. And I guarantee you, if uh, CV nineteen would have been called off by them, which is what a lot of people thought originally, and they could have had a crowd back in for around that time. Mm. Um, that's probably why they were trying to hold off the official retirement rather than just start at the end of Mania match. They sort of booked themselves into a corner by insisting, oh yes, 30 years, so this is going to be it. It's, I mean, the cinematic one was... WWE the booking was, themselves in the corner. Oh yeah. my. The cinematic match was, was great because it, it completed the long sort of train of things because Bray went after his power and then Brock was after, Brock was after the streak. Specifically, in killing the streak. You know, after that, we had the situation where um, Roman was after the yard. Roman was be- after be- becoming the big dog. He was coming in the yard, and the it's big dog. And it and it followed that through. So the last the last thing for the under- that was sort of stripped away from the Undertaker was AJ trying to strip away his mystique. AJ wanted his wife. Miss, no, <laughs> no, no. But AJ sort of was stripping away the the last thing to go from the Undertaker was like you could obviously take was the mystique of of the character, and that's what the last battle was over. So it it made it. I mean, it, 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 Taker barely said anything. It was very sad and simple. I liked what he said in terms. Of it was time for the. To, it was time for him to lay the under to lay the Undertaker to rest as a rest in peace but it it was very quick when he got in the ring and and like we all think it was just it was a tragedy that it was not in front of fans 
it was a lesser thing for it and when you compare it to others and then we know that it's partly due to the current global situation we're in but it just felt like such a sad send-off for the undertaker however however i must admit i got pretty damn depressed about this because i've loved taker as a character has been through the, from my entire life as one of my favorites what makes me feel better is what we said before we started this particular piece of the podcast we said hall of fame this was saying goodbye to the character as an active in ring he can say goodbye to the fans when the fans are back and then they can put him in the hall of fame and he can come out of mania like they do when we have mania back and everything is back to normal and he can come out and he can do a proper, proper goodbye in front of the fans as the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. And, then some, and then he can tombstone some fool for, for the hell of it. it but, that, so he, he can get that. And that was Survivor Series 2020 in a nutshell. Uh, John, score out of 10. I'll say um, I did. I did like a couple of. Uh, <laughs> we, we stop staring at me like a bloody bug-eyed kind of like freak. Uh, for those who are watch, uh, not watching the video, these guys are just really staring. Oh, shut up! Give you time. I'll give you a seven. You've had like about an hour. <laughs> seven, he no, said. He's in seven. We've all had an hour, and now you have a seven, Kevin. Kevin. Five. I never want to see this show again. Five. I will give it a solid yet undeserved three and a half. I think this is probably the biggest spread we've ever had. Well, for the lowest score I've ever given anything. Well, can I revise my score then and just no, say so no, you can't. No, 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 you, you, no, sti- you stick with what seven. you think for you. We've said this when we said this when he's tried to do something weird with the scores. Yep. So you stick. You yep. thought it was a seven, seven enjoyable. You stick with it. That's because I had you two staring at me and I just spitballed a fucking number. <laughs> it's seven. Uh, seven, five, three, and a half, and a half. Uh, it was garbage uh, I'm going to say what I said on it was either at the beginning of the show or it's before we started recording it stuck between full gear and Dynamite Winter is Coming like both of which really... we loved the shit out of uh, yeah it, it, although it granted put, I did it puts this. all its main storylines on hold for the sake of doing this whole fucking brand warfare bullshit Make then, it a normal pay-per-view again. And That's then it. they don't actually follow through with it anywhere. It's just, it's all pointless. So it's, it's locked into the brand mindset. It's locked into... Yeah. If they actually took it away from the brand mindset and made it cross-brand and it's like allies and friends from wherever the hell you get it from, that might actually make it seem more worthwhile because then you can actually... Use that but to I mean, trigger stuff be, on each brand. Wouldn't it be good to have Survivor Series teams based on fucking hatred or something? Like Roman Reigns is, actually has a bloodline stable. 
and they have a Survivor Series team against somebody else's team, and they have a fucking mystery superstar, which is a call up from somewhere which you wouldn't have expected, as like something or like you know, we, a surprise. We, we can we can Fuck borrow me. we can borrow members of the family from other promotions. It just be just make Survivor Series a, a fucking something that's worth tuning in for again. That's all I'm asking. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, socials will be on the screen as always because Mr. Kevin's doing the editing and he likes doing that kind of thing. Uh, as always, that has been John Turbo Finley. Alright. That has been Mr. Kevin the Kevin Eva Eva. It was. And I have been Pete Titus Creed Nethercoat, the LMKO champion. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, which I believe will be. TLC 2020. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.